Good morning, and welcome to In The Loop Media. Today is, well, December, December 23rd, episode three. Episode nine. Episode nine. Yeah, season three. And you want to introduce yourself? My name is Connor Beret, and unfortunately, the other podcasters couldn't be here because of um, personal reasons. So. I'm representing them in their place. Awesome, and I'm Lauren, so it's gonna be Connor and me here today. So That's... Connor, how was your week? Well, it was, it was rather interesting to say the least, but I can, give you some details of what I saw on my travels. Go for it. Like, say, for example, I went to Conspiracy Comics. Nice. Where's that located? At the the Hopedale Mall, which is is a pretty big mall. At least on the inside. Yeah. It's located on the second floor. Of course, I had to take an elevator up to get to it. Okay. And while I was um, shopping for specific gifts, I got to see the inside of Conspiracy Comics for the first time in, in years. Wow. And what I saw... And what I saw in there, it was exactly as um, the messages on the front of the uh, banners and windows said. There, there was a bunch of there was a bunch of things out there, and and there were and there was T-shirts about um, different types of merchandise. Nice. So they had a variety of stuff. Yes. And they lived up to their to their advertising. They did. Cool. So how long did you spend inside the store? Well, they. Uh, well, well, the store's main appeal is to um, gain the attraction of all ages, not just not just teenagers and adults nice. who uh, have a certain uh, love or connection to a certain specific certain series that they feel symbiotically connected to. Nice. They actually went for accuracy for all ages. At least that's what I've been told previously. Well, it's good that they were able to do that, right? Yes. Should be encouraged in all ages, right? To get into the love of comics and... And other other things that you um, that that you have uh, developed love or close connection to. Yeah. So were you there looking for a specific comic or you were just kind of browsing around? Well... Or were you picking up other merchandise? 
I was picking up a few, um, some merchandise for a specific individual. I mean, I, I didn't get one for my siblings because I already got two gifts for each of them separately in, in bags. But what I, well, so, I would, to, to be fair, once I got inside the place, I was, um, I was actually very tempted at buying a few of, a few of them myself. Like, there, there was this, there, there was this one, um, uh, shelf full of, full of different full of different types of manga on, on, on that one shelf plastered on the wall. Okay. And it, it was very, it, it was large, but it was diverse. So for our listeners who might not know, and I don't know, what's manga? It's basically a classic, it, it's basically an Eastern version of an, of the American and Canadian style of uh, comics that that we all know and recognize. Okay. But it's all, um, but it's all in different styles and versions by um, distributed and um, and brought out by a, a number of different uh, artists from uh, m- multiple different backgrounds, which is what I was heavily invested in at the time. And these things have been around since, if my, if my history for that um, topic is correct, it's been around since 1910. Oh wow, long time. Yeah. So obviously it's evolved since then, but yeah. maybe hung on to a certain style. Any, that made it? Yes, and what I what I recent what I previously discovered in one of the. Um, um, extras in the bonus features um, what I discovered is um, that uh, its popularity had basically exploded um, after 1945 okay why do you think that was well during the let's say during the 1930s and 40s, most of the um, most of the entertainment value in Japanese society and civilization were basically gone because there, there was no other form of entertainment to keep them going or to, just to keep them distracted. Okay. And. And the only way for them to survive, and for the only way for the entertainment value in their part of the world to survive, was to create different forms of manga to keep them distracted and to basically keep their spirits lifted for as long as possible. At least until the um, the uh, gruesome, gory stuff died down. Yeah. Which, of course, it eventually did. 
So people used it kind of as a an outlet to escape the real world. Yeah, they they basically used it as a shield, but also as not not just a mirror, but also a um, dimensional portal to 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 escape the um, the tragedies of 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 loss and the fear of losing and the constant fear of losing a loved one, like say a girlfriend or wife or yeah. s- or, or or several wives. So would you say today that is still your preferred style of comic or graphic novel? Um, I tend to be a lot, I, I tend to be experimental with my, with my choices, but I also am carefully selective of what I choose and what I search for. If, if I see something that uh, is or was relatively new back when it was still fresh and new that I haven't seen before I'm going to do my uh, best to um, research it to the best of my ability if it had um, basically if it had an origin story yeah or, or if it had a previous creator or creators that came from it that's originally envisioned that um, that medium and that process. Okay, so who are some of your favorite um, I guess I would call them like authors or illustrators? Or what are some of your favorite comics right now? Well, well, in, in the western side, it's usually uh, divided up into um, into two. I know that there are several others, but I, I just like I just like to go for my favorites for those that don't know. Okay. Okay. Let's see. The top two comics that I reckon are the best, and. Uh, and we're specifically going for um, the, the the topic that everybody knows, DC and Marvel. Oh, yeah. For the Marvel side, it's, let's say, one or two good ones. Oh, Iron Man and Spider-Man. Those are the two best? Okay. In, in my eyes, they are. Okay. And as for the DC side, well... I know I've done a lot of research on both sides, but uh, <laughs> Shazam and Batman okay. on the DC side. And so if you had to choose Marvel or DC, which side are you going with? Well, in terms of um, in terms of accuracy and um, popularity spikes and um, some of the most recognizable characters and teams, especially team ups in which every single character is a part of a group, 
or a single group in particular? I'd have to say... I'd have to say Marvel for specifically for the MCU part because of how much of an impact it has um, it has lasted on the hearts and minds of viewers and fans and that and that crate and that um, and that craze for Marvel has been going on for 80 years wow. maybe more yeah it has been around which was the first when uh, Marvel like its introduction what was the first uh, was it Spider-Man? Yes. Was the first character yeah. in that world? Yeah. After Marvel was specific, after Marvel was um, uh, introduced to the world back in 1939. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's yeah, it's been around for a long time. I didn't realize it was that long. I knew it was had been around, but I didn't think 80 years. That's a long time. Wow. It has been. Yeah. So, what else do they have in the comic book store? In conspiracy comics? Well... That caught your eye. Well, besides... Besides comics, there's also a, uh, a, a bundle of um, other eye-catching... Um, things that that people have have an interest for, like say um, specific T-shirts with um, a different with a different series or movie franchise that's emblazoned on the front okay. and back of it. That, that also includes TV shows as okay, well. Okay, so they added a lot of uh, graphic t-shirts. Yeah. Nice. Specifically, um, some surprisingly carefully well-detailed ones. Oh, that's good to know. Because sometimes people try and do them and they don't, they don't turn out that well. They're a little blurry or... Not, little blurry not and as high little blurry and unfocused. Yeah, so that's good to know. So if people are looking for a nice quality graphic T-shirt or maybe their favorite series or show or movie, they can check them out there. Yeah. Cool. What else do they have? Do they have um? I've seen in other uh, like comic book or video game stores, they have um like a lot of those Funko pop figures and. Stuff like that, like little trinkets, and did they have any of those? As a matter of fact, they did. Oh. Just uh, a huge mountain of them that was <laughs> uh, plastered on one side of the wall. Yeah. And I turn around and I look at the wall, I stare at it, and then I slowly inch my head up slightly upwards yeah. and it's all the way up to the ceiling like there's rows upon rows of those things wow I don't 
and specifically, I don't know how they managed to get popular, but they did get popular over time. They I'm not. Did. Sh- I'm not sure. I'm not sure how, but. Well. Do you have any? Unfortunately, no. You and, know? And I. I don't know when they got um, created and introduced oh, to the world. Ma- maybe in the. Maybe it was in the early 2010s, maybe uh, maybe later on. 1998, it says. Oh. Yeah, it began in 1998 when Mike Becker founded the little company with a nostalgia-themed bobblehead line called Wacky Wobblers. Uh, first item the company ever created was the big boy bobblehead. Over time, the once small company became a huge huge obsession with collectors and pop culture enthusiasts worldwide. Okay. So, that's pretty good, 1998. I have, um, I have a few. So I have the, have you heard of the Golden Girls? Heard of them. Yeah, so I have each of the four Golden Girls. And then, um, have you heard of the movie Hocus Pocus? I'm sure you have. Yeah, I have. I've heard of it. So I have the Sanderson sisters as well. Those were the, those are the seven I have. I just kind of have them displayed on the ledge, going down to the basement. They're kind of (laughs) cute. They can be. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't have any because I know you um, have an affinity for cute things, right? Yeah, I'm a. I'm a sucker for adorable and cute things, especially exactly. Especially when it comes to specific plushies. Yes. Okay. So you're more on the plushie side. Whether whether big or small. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, did they have anything else at Conspiracy Comics? So we they had a variety of comics, or do people prefer the term graphic novels? I wonder. It. I believe it basically varies depending on the individual that you ask. Oh, okay. Whether they, whether they prefer, um, whether they prefer a cra- um, comic book or a graphic novel. Okay, so we covered. They had a lot of a good variety of those. Yes. They had graphic T-shirts. They had those Funko Pop figures. What else did they have? Sounds like a big store. It is, at least on the inside. But on the outsides, it looks, well, j- judging by, by what I saw on the outside, it looked rather inviting. Well, that's good. They had a lot that caught your eye. Yes. It's a shame that I didn't purchase more from that place. But if I did, I'd manage to get a few of them that I that I'd no doubt recognize. Including some of the old classics, but but there are some of the but but there's some of the uh, um, other great other late greats back back in the day. Okay. I- including including some other including some other shows and. Um, other um, recognizable faces that people knew and loved way back when. 
and and, th and this is back during the uh, 80s 90s timeline like before before the 2000s came around okay so like we're talking about like um what do they call them like cult phenomenons like they became really big in pop culture and a lot of people like them, so things like the Golden Girls. Um, what else was really big? I'm trying to think. Hmm. Well, I guess in like the animation side would be like the Ninja Turtles were really a big thing. Yeah. In the eighties. It, it was. Some of the some of the shows that I used to know, well, well, truthfully, I'm I'm gonna come clean and say it, but truthfully, I wasn't born in the '80s. But at least, thanks to a um, thanks to a specific channel that I um, got introduced to weeks that weeks ago, yeah. called well, appropriately called. Um, what was it? New retro, new retro wave. It it basically samples all the um, all the different pictures of familiar faces that people used to know and recognize nice. back in the day, but they sample, but they sample different kind different types of songs from uh, uh, other types of musical groups and what originally but what really sold me was the way they was how another channel appropriately called Appropriately called, appropriately called the '80s guy, basically redefined what the '80s used to be and respected and cared for that specific timeline. Wow. Like they, like for example, they wouldn't show just um, they wouldn't just show anime from the '80s or or other things like that. They showed. They showed clips from classic old movies back back in the day. Many people, ones that, and even some that I didn't know existed, but but others, but others might seem to know. Yeah. So it sounds like you said you were born in the '80s, but maybe. Uh... But at least I managed to get a taste of what the yeah. 80s were like. I feel like your heart and soul are kind of born in the 80s. Maybe not your body. <laughs> well, not not exactly, but but at least but but at least what I did was to um, take some parts and pieces from those um, from those musical groups. Taking what I liked about them the most, and try to make something new out of it. Yeah, Just, take your own spin on it. Yeah, nice. but not, 
completely erasing the core source material that they originally made. Because I wanted to respect that, that era and timeline too. So, where else did your travels take you this past week? Well, there's not much, but essentially, I was, um, it was, it was a little hectic in, in, inside Hopedale Mall, because it's a pretty big mall, like I said, yeah. with a different crowd of people but not but fortunately for me it wasn't too crowded it's just um for new for newcomers or first timers whenever you go into a uh, mall like Hopedale it can be like well the inside of it can be like the um, a maze yeah. With uh, with barely any with barely any barely any exits and True. specific twists and turns and a few dead ends. Yeah. Uh, and unless you memorize the um, the route of where you go next. Like, say, for example, if I had to, if I had to pick, say, a, a meeting spot at a specific place in the mall, it would have to be somewhere, it would have to be somewhere where I would know how to get there and back, and, and and in one piece with all my limbs attached. <laughs> well, yeah, I would hope that would that would be the case. I'd be a little concerned if you were somewhere in the mall and your limbs fell off. Yeah, the biggest concern for me, well, the last thing I need, right, the, the last thing I need right now is to, is to step inside A place like that, and um, once I get at least 10 feet inside, well, after I take 10 steps inside, I immediately get swarmed by a, a, uh, um, an army of people that, that I didn't know were there, and I eventually get overrun and swarmed and hopefully not get stepped on and trampled on no I think you uh... and so my and so the meet and greet uh, place of my choice has always been the food court oh, yeah, that's a good choice they have some tables there you can sit down yeah and when it when it comes and when it comes to specific conventions it's pretty much the same thing just in a different location yeah that's true so the holidays are coming up tomorrow's christmas eve do you have any plans well 
I recently did my last minute shopping just recently. Yeah. There's there's nothing else I got everybody checked off your list. There's nothing else I plan to get. And and yes, I I did a mental check of my of my list because I I didn't know I didn't know what what else to get them. So I had to recite so I had to bring up a Christmas list from memory and to just try to get them what they liked the most. Well, that sounds like and, a good one. And, and try to... And, and try to... And try to um, bag it and then... put a single card in it with an envelope write their names on it including the uh the one of the tags that that also comes attached to it nice. so there isn't any mix-ups good idea everything straight um around the holidays like i know you like coffee right so around the holidays places like starbucks and all they have um like holiday drinks, do you ever get any of those? Well, I believe my answer is yes. Yeah, what ones have you tried? Well, the ones in second cup were a good example of this. Yeah. The, um, I, I think the um, gingerbread um, the the gingerbread one and the candy cane one are my nice. top two go to holiday, holiday drinks of choice. Those sound yummy. That and that and they also had a few others as a specific holiday option for for anyone that 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 um, that tries to. have something new for a change. Yeah, sometimes that's part of the fun um, around the different holidays. I know a few coffee shops will come out with different themed drinks, so sometimes it's fun to yeah. go around and test out the new ones. And I and I'm all for and I'm all for places that that want to have an uh, a, a specific theme, but what I really want them to go for is um, is a head for uh, accuracy when it comes to a specific theme of their choice. Yeah. So you really are looking to make sure the, the taste, the flavor is what they're claiming it to be. Yes. Yeah. And the one that they advertised in... Um, in specific billboards or rather in um, commercials and, and even in specific trailers S some trailers have have yeah. those too oh they do for sure that's good is there any um, holiday drinks that you so we talked about your comic book store and then uh, how coffee shops come out with themed drinks 
trying to think, is there anywhere else that comes out with like themed things that maybe you've tried? Like, I know Swish Alley, Swish Alley does like a festive special. Mm. Outside of those, nothing really comes to mind. But yeah, but so if it but if it did but it but if it did come out with something like that, I would I, I would recognize it. E- even if it's even if it's a theme that I don't know, I want to um, I, I want to get a brief introduction about about the um, the new theme before fully diving into it. grocery stores they have um they usually come out with holiday stuff like eggnog i've seen eggnog ice cream and like candy cane ice cream and then they usually have like holiday cookies and have you ever tried any of those well no i mean not not exactly but the only ones that i uh, came across off the top of my head are the uh, the coffee flavored ice cream and the cookies and cream version yeah, those are good ones. on at um, at Jubilee Market. Oh, where's Jubilee Market? Um, Allen and Reynolds Street. It, it's oh, okay. it's right ac- it's right across. It's right across from where I live, but it's slightly closer. It's it's a slightly closer location as compared to Fortino's on Brock Street, which um, which in case you or the others don't know, I actually had to literally walk there from. Robinson Street all the way over to Brock Street just to get my uh, previous options from that location. So do they have a variety of, um, is it a full like kind of grocery store or is it more just like a small store that has? Um, oh, I've been to Fortino's before yeah. and it, and, and let me tell you, the inside of that place is huge. It's like. Big. Like sumo sized <laughs> huge, like the size. It, it's like the size of three football arenas, or yeah. or three football fields actually. And once you get inside, you are awestruck by what they have, by what they have in stock. And up until the. Um, And uh, during my uh, trek over to uh, Fortino's weeks back, I I actually had to take a pit stop over at Tim Hortons as a um, um, as a checkpoint. Okay. So that I can 
so that I can pull up a chair. Have a have a coffee if one's available, and and once I'm and once I'm back on my feet, I continue where I left off on foot. And, oh, that and um and before the uh, the the pandemic hit, they also had um. Uh, racks for magazines and different types of uh, um, books that um, that people might get interested in if one catches their eye. Like the Archie Horns or at Fortino's? They used to have they used to have them at Fortino's, but the last time I went there, it was. Um, this and and this was before I went to the um, the the old homestead at Stanfield Drive. Okay. It was a um, a desperate. It it was for me. It was a desperate last minute um, supply run, as okay. as they as they say. And I got what I needed. From there, and one of the cashiers—I mean, one of the ladies at the checkout counter—had recognized me after years of um, being away for so long. Oh wow, that's amazing! Well, you must be very recognizable then. In, in case you and the others don't know, I was once a, a a common frequent customer at that place okay. long long time ago well, she's and, been there for a long time then. and this was after i was um and this was after i became a new tenant and uh got to know the lay of the land and the location a little bit better just to um, visualize where to go, how to get there, how to get back. Yeah. And I actually had to visualize each and every location and every new location in my head. Oh, and there was this, oh, and there's this all, there's also this uh, other interesting place called, what was it? Shanghai Alley. and. Oh. And they serve some of the best Chinese food you have ever seen. Yeah. Like once you put once you put in your order after they give you a menu, yeah. you uh, make us make a selection of your choice. Mm -hmm. You go for the you go for the you go for the uh, preferred meal that you intend to go for. You. Um, you wait for the um, you wait for the food and drinks that you've ordered to come to come in, and once they and once they place it in front of you, after you make your order, you essentially uh, you you essentially take in all the um, surroundings, 
But what really sold it to me was how much love and care the people at Shanghai Alley put in their food. Not just not just their drinks, mind you, but the food as well. Like it's, I I've tried it once as a new customer. Yeah. Back back in the day. I I tried their food once. Yeah. It was pure gold. Like it was. The mind blowing. It was literally fireworks, <laughs> dynamite, and a pipe bomb going off oh, in wow. my mouth. But in a good way. Yeah, that's pretty epic. What, what did you get there, or what would be your favorite dish to recommend? Well, I'd usually start off with the whole um, uh, general sow chicken, just to start off with, along with um, along with the other um, extras and other parts of food that they have on their menu. Like it, well, including the drinks, they are some of the best you have ever seen. And once you get a single taste of their food and drinks, yeah, you'll never want you never want to look back at at uh, at that at place again. Like that's awesome. When well, you basic they basically had new customers like me had or will have a single taste at first and then that single taste will suddenly turn into a craving that's what hooks you wanting more and more of it and I recently gave out my own personal review of Shanghai Alley from before and I still love and respect that place and the people who work there. That's awesome. And for anybody else that wants to try and have a new experience with food and drinks, go over to Shanghai Alley and try the and try their food and drinks for yourself. You will not regret it. Sounds like you make your way around Oakville and you have reviewed a lot of great places, given a lot of recommendations to our listeners. So that's pretty awesome. You're pretty knowledgeable about Oakville. Well, it took me some time and some, a a matter of weeks, if not months, to just um, get the whole, to get my whole understanding of the way around around uh, my view of how I view things. And it's not just personal. um, And and it isn't just my favorite uh, things that really get me. It's also the the different locations that I uh, recently mapped out in my head. Yeah. Um, The ones that I coded um uh detailed jotted out and uh blueprinted well that's awesome all right well with that being said i think we can uh 
wrap up this episode. You want to take us out, Connor? Of course. If any of the new listeners are listening, and I know you are, take my advice and head over to the uh, and head over to Conspiracy Comics, and then over to Shanghai Alley and Fortinos. In case any of you are curious. for listening to everybody and we hope you have a wonderful holiday season and we hope to hear from you as well all right we will see you in the new or talk to you in the new year bye bye